Algar Productions. Algar Productions. Algar Productions. I'm Ron Algar Watt, and this is More Bits. In the early days of our now-retired Sarcastic Voyage podcast, co-host Matt Robotham and I would occasionally do theme shows, where we'd spend an hour or more discussing some shared pop culture obsession. We still occasionally find ourselves itching to dissect something that isn't Star Trek, and this show seemed like the best place for that. Amanda Smith joins us for the discussion. So, Star Wars. Yes, yeah, Star Wars. I like it. Now. I, I always did. Mm-hmm. I, uh, except for the video games, I thought most Star Wars was pretty, like, meh. And see, that's really honestly why you're here, because like, now we have a nice cross-section. Yeah, I can. pretty much have liked Star Wars all along, mm. and that was lost and won over again, and you have been won over for the first time. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, I liked the second one of the first set of movies, mm-hmm. and I liked the third one of the second set of movies. You know they have titles. You could just say the titles to uh, alleviate numbers. I don't have time for that kind of crap. <laughs> the, uh... the third one of the second of the third ones. You liked The Empire Strikes Back and Revenge of the Sith. Yes, that is those are the ones that I like. This is how much I cared about them, though. Like This is, this is how much <laughs> they won me over. I was like, right. I, I liked a couple of them. Okay, that was fine. If I'm, there's Okay, if there's a bad guy in the title, you like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, no, The Phantom Menace also had that. So never That mind. Phantom Menace could be anything. Right. And I like the new one, and that one didn't have a bad guy in the title. That's true. But, um, I mean, I like the video games. Like, I was a big... Uh, I liked Jedi Academy a lot, and I liked... Um, uh, Knights of the Old, of the Republic. Old Republic. Republic and Knights of the Old Republic to Sithalu. I want to. Ch- they did a huge patch just recently for Knights Knights Two, Patches. and I want to play it again. Patches. Oh yeah, me too. I got that because, um, and I think the uh... didn't they actually put an ending on it this time they did. instead of just an abrupt <laughs> like lifting up the cell and saying I have to go back to my planet. Yeah, now. exactly. That's how it ended. There's like yeah, a whole I... there's like a whole new planet and everything. That's I'm pretty excited. And I never, I never played those, but my understanding is that they hastily ended it because they ran out of money. Yeah, well, it had to be, it had to be out specifically for Revenge of the Sith to be released. Oh, I see. And it was not ready. Huh. And there's a whole plot that you start with one of your companions, who's like an assassin droid, who's really cool. I love like, that he's guy. Like a breakout character, and you're supposed to go back to where he was made, and they make a big deal out of it, like you're gonna go back there and find out his business, mm-hmm. and then you just never speak of it again. Except he occasionally says, like, "Hey, when are we gonna go back to that planet where I was made, so we can find some stuff?" So out? there's obvious foreshadowing for something that just doesn't doesn't happen. happen. No, nope. doesn't happen. Oh, is, does it happen in this new patches? Patches yes, supposed to. Oh, cool. I don't know why a flying cat would uh, would give you extra game, but I'm glad it did. No, I, I've I've always like I don't play most games, but I am under the impression that largely Star Wars games have been good. Mm-hmm. I'm I, I'm playing Lego Star Wars right now, and it is a lot of fucking fun. Okay, that that I've played. Those that was were fun. Fun, yeah. especially the way they reenact uh, scenes from the movies completely in mime. Yep. Yeah. I think. Have you done Empire yet? I am in the. I am okay, still I on Hoth and Empire. I won't say anything then. There's the the uh, I am your father scene mm-hmm. plays out in a way without any dialogue that is just adorable. And the um the second set of movies, um the Lego games, of those was fun too. Yeah, they, yeah, were. they were. It's the like the only time I really liked Padme. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never liked Padme. 
the thing is, and I don't want to get into this. We we talked about this years ago on Sarcastic Voyage, and I feel like I sink in a fucking quagmire of internet bullshit with this every time I bring it up. But I didn't hate the prequels. I don't like Phantom Menace very much, but I like the other two just fine. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's just like, well, it's been 10 years, but yay, more Star Wars. Yep. But I, I get that most people were not into the prequels. And for them, it's like, it's been 30 years. Yay, Star Wars. I, I was talking to Mal about this, and she's just I don't understand why everyone is talking about this. Like, it's just a, it's just a, like, a movie franchise. I'm like, no, it's a movie franchise that we used to really like and then couldn't for a long time. It's, I, for, see, for me, it's just, it's, I mean, really... Without getting too, because I don't, I hate when people get all up their own ass about this stuff. But it really is the the thing that started nerd mm-hmm. stuff being so big. Yep. Like, like people did not take it seriously at first. Like all the all the behind the scenes stuff. It was like George, you're making a space movie. Oh, that's great. It's a B movie. That won't like certain people will like that. You know what I mean? Those those uh, basement dwellers, huh? But well, that's not going to be a the hit. Flash Gordon fans out there. And... Yeah, exactly. But like to them, that's what it is. It's like it's like kids and people who never really grew up, and that's it. Mm. And like children and stupid people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that is really the first big movie that made it acceptable now to have nothing but superhero and space movies. Yep. And for for Star Trek to come back mm-hmm. and for like even for fantasy to have become a big thing. Like I doubt you'd have those big Lord of the Rings movies without Star Wars. No. Well, Star Wars is just a fantasy movie. It is. Yeah, it's a fantasy movie in space. Yeah. yeah. It's about wizards like- and sword fights. Yep. I like that. Mm-hmm. And I like that they don't ever shy away from that. Nope. <laughs> Tale of a wizard fighting another wizard. Yep. With his magic. And the thing is, like, I know, kind of for princess. instance, your your uh, your wife is a big fan of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Harry Potter might not have happened with us, Star Wars. Nope. I mean, I, maybe it could have because kids' books were still always going to be a thing. Yeah. But that being but, said, know. like some this, I found New Hope like a lot of influential movies that were important for the future. Mm-hmm. The the source material was kind of like, yeah. Well, it's it. I don't think it stands up, and people are going to yell at me for that. Mm. But like, I think it's very slow. It's it is. A there's a movie. and there's a big empty spot right in the middle. Like, yeah, you're on Tatooine for two thirds of that movie, and it's like just get going. Yeah, I mean, and it looks good, and yeah. I like the cast a lot. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. they 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 remain charming even in that boring section that drags on and on. Yep. Yeah. But the movie itself. Eh. But I mean, once yeah. we get to like the Death Star and they're just running around, that's fun. Yeah, it is. I love it's, that scene. Fucking, I could watch the... those three guys bicker all day. Yeah. But when, uh, like, I would say from uh, C-3P and R2-D2 crashing on Tatooine until they leave Tatooine. Like, everything that happens on Tatooine, basically. Yeah. There's some good character development. There's some good world building. But it's at least an hour, and it's kind of dull, mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Like, and again, I love that movie. I grew up on that movie. I can't be objective about that movie, really. But when I rewatch, I usually kind of don't pay full attention to that it's one. It's like, all right, you call me when we get out of off Tatooine. The um, but but okay. The the last thing I'll say on on the subject of the prequels before we get on to the to the thing we're here to talk about mm-hmm. is just I think the one thing, and I've seen a couple of good pieces about this, a, good, a couple of good articles about this. Lucas, the one good thing he was good at was plot, was like big picture, like story stuff. Mm-hmm. I think when it came to building character and writing dialogue and stuff, not so good. But like I'll I, like I'll give you that, but. 
I think the one problem I had with Force Awakens was that it copied a lot of the same beats from mostly the first one, but it mixed in some stuff from the second one, too. See, and that's what I'm hoping we sort of get away from when we get to the next one, whatever it ends up being called, is just like, okay, now you now you can, now you're free to do whatever you want. I hope so. Odd, but... I remember saying something similar about Star Trek, too. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Although Abrams is only involved in the first one and not the second one. Oh, so. that's good, at least. He did say, I, I read a quote from him. I've read some really good quotes from him. Not only was he a good choice for a director, but he's a good choice for a publicity guy. Mm. I think. Like, for one thing, he kept a lot of good secrets. Yeah, he did. Like, a lot. we went in not knowing a lot of stuff, which was good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't know that Ray was the hero. No, no I, I love that. I told that. you that just because, like, I was so excited and wanted to convince yeah. you to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, Star Wars, I don't know, I guess. <laughs> I'll, I'll get around to it. Yeah. yeah. Does everyone else want to see Star Wars? Okay, fine. Can I have popcorn? Yes, you oh. may have popcorn. All right then. But but the, but I read a quote from him saying I I didn't want to get tied down only doing this, but I just read the script for Episode Eight, and man, I wish I'd stayed. <laughs> that's so pretty, that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it's cool. And I'm I'm sure he was involved in the overall develop. Like I can't imagine he just wrote a movie and then they wrote a sequel to that movie. I'm sure they planned out the trilogy. Mm-hmm. And he's I would one like hell to believe a caster. that. He is. That was actually one of the really good yeah. articles that I read was like, here's some things he's not good at, being original. <laughs> here's some things he is good at, finding an amazing cast. Mm-hmm. And oh, that is they're true. so good. God, I love the these people. so good. Yeah, every every single new person. Yep. I think to, to a person, I don't think there's one that I thought was miscast or like, there's a few I thought were underused, but they're not dead yet, so. There's only so much time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's well, that's the thing, like, you know. You're you're starting a new like trilogy, so and somebody was we'll complaining about people. somebody was complaining about Captain Phasma. They made it. She's gonna be. She was supposed to be such a big deal. What do you mean supposed to be? Yeah. You said she was supposed to be a big deal. But you only say that because she's on action. Like there's action figures of her and stuff. Yeah. Are there? I mean, wow. there's more of her than there are of uh, Ray because Ray? you yeah. can't tell that she's a woman just That's by true. looking at her. Oh, you're right. I'll tell you, okay. Give her boob armor. The only Ray action figure I have seen at all in the wild is the one that comes with this with her speeder bike, and mm-hmm. that version of the character has the hood pulled up so you can't see that it's a woman. <laughs> also, her speeder tractor. Oh, excuse me. The front of that thing looks so much like a tractor to me. And I don't it doesn't bother me. She's but got I, an old truck she likes to fix. Yeah, she's got a, she's got an old everything she likes to fix. Okay. So I I don't know, like I've been trying to think of how to talk about this. Maybe we should just go through it sort of chronologically. Yeah, okay. Okay. Just like I mean, I know it's been a little while since you guys have seen it. I I guess have a bunch of money and time to go to movie theaters because I've just seen it like every day for the last you little while. All the time just leaving and going to see And paying Star Wars. nine bucks to go see it in the theater yep. over and over again. What are you, it's totally one of one. What are you, Pat Loika? For some reason, the uh, the the opening titles are in Spanish, though. I don't know why that is. Mm, odd it's, that here in Renton, Washington. I don't I don't know mm. why that could be. Anyway, um, no, I love that the sort of the first uh, the first hero we start with is uh, Poe. Yep, because he's a great like he's not a huge part of the story, but he's super charming. And uh, ex- excuse me, you mean the gorgeous Poe Dameron? I do mean that. <laughs> I, just, I love, it's a good way for the movie to sh- send you a signal, like, hey, it's cool, things are fun again. Yep. And, I'll, like, even as a prequel apologist, I'll give you the 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 prequels were sort of by necessity not very fun. Because no. it's the story about how evil wins. So, like, you know, the story kind of had that tone anyway, but. Hey, there's nothing more fun than dead children, all right? Yeah. <laughs> 
See, I like that, but I my understand favorite level in the Star Wars le- in uh, the Lego adaptation of Episode Three is when you're just murdering children. <laughs> Tiny Legos just falling apart. Yep. As you go. God, I wish that was a real level. I would love that. There, there's a real level of that in those. Um, what is it? Force Awakens games? Force yeah. Unleashed. Uh, Force Unleashed. For, yeah. That, the first one of those was really good. The second one was fucking garbage because again yeah, they was. they like they made it in like two minutes. Yeah, they didn't like they never intended for there to be a sequel, and they're like, okay. But it was hugely popular. Yeah, that's because but... it was so fun. That level where you catch the star destroyer with the force is amazing. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna spoil anything we talk about, so yeah, you might want to just put a thing at the beginning of this. It's... Oh, I'm gonna put a thing about the movie, but any Star Wars thing we talk about, we're gonna spoil. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that they killed him off. Yep. Yeah. Because they didn't want to do another one, and then they had to like, what did they clone him or something? Yeah, he's a clone. Wouldn't his name then be Star Killer? <laughs> I mean, laws of uh... cloning. Yeah, laws of cloning. It would be yeah. Like, like Luke. Luke. I'm reading those books right now, and I, they're actually quite good. They are. They're not bad. They. Do you know the ones we're talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. With um, uh... Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. And uh, this is what's the one with Luke's lady love interest, right? Yeah. yeah. She's not his love interest yet. No, she's still she trying to kill him. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um. I was reading, apparently, Timothy Zahn did a April Fool's joke a few years ago mm-hmm. on Twitter or where whatever the social media platform was at the time. It might not have been Twitter yet, but like MySpace or whatever, where uh, he put out a ple- press release that said um, Luke, the real original Luke Skywalker died in those books. And it's been Luke the whole time. <laughs> That's and great. They're he... about to kill him off and replace him with three three U's, Luke. Does he Luke. have a hoodie with like Luke's face drawn on it? What's that? Does he have a hoodie with uh, Luke's face drawn on it, like a powder blue hoodie? <laughs> well, I don't. I don't get what you're. Spider clone. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> That's just such a non-entity to me that I don't really think about. Uh, jokes spider yeah. luke spider luke <laughs> but yeah then he, then he was saying and now luke with three u's is going to be the main guy and like everyone was of course outraged and then it was like guys check the date it's it's fine rabble 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 yeah rhubarb angry rhubarb <laughs> oh what was it i was saying something about jj abrams a minute ago because i was just about to bring up another thing he said uh, the things he's good at no. Things he's not good at. I was gonna say a, something, a quote from him, and I don't remember. Oh, you were that. talking about quote. Yeah, you were talking about quotes from him. Yeah, I I read another one the other day where he's he was responding to the critics of the movie, which basically in a super diplomatic way, mm-hmm. he said, "Yeah, I'm not gonna make everybody happy. Shut up, eat a dick." Yep. But he said it in a really nice way. Good man. But he's just like, there is no possible way everyone was gonna be happy about this, so we just made some choices, and I stand by those choices. Yep. Good. Good for you. And you made a movie that. Apparently, people seem to like, considering it's still making billions of dollars. Well, and what I love is that Disney bought this from from Lucas for what is it, four billion dollars? Yep. And they're they've almost made a like a quarter of that back already mm-hmm. with one movie. Yep. What I don't love is that Disney has built itself on the backs of little girls and selling them yeah. toys. Mm-hmm. Like Disney knows. You can sell shit to little girls. Oh, yeah. And yet they have decided not to. It's it's clearly uh, okay. a decision. Okay. No, I don't think that it is. I think, I, I don't know. I don't know the business of this. Someone else might. Matt, you might know. Mm. But I think the toys are like up to Hasbro or Kenner or whoever the fuck it is. I don't think Disney, like, they probably approve the mold for Ray, but they probably didn't approve how many they sell or where yeah, they sell Yeah, I don't think so. That's stuff. the. I think they leave that to the the yeah. actual. So toy I don't companies. think that's Disney's fault. I think that's Hasbro's. It's Hasbro, right? I don't. Yeah, I don't know who's making the. Disney's the king of it. 
Well, and they should be they could smacking them around is what they should say, be. Yeah. What the fuck? But I mean, it sounds our main character. It sounds like they're doing kind of like what they're uh what they've always done with Marvel, which is you guys seem to know your business. Do your business. Okay, but this movie came out on December 16th, 17th, somewhere in the middle of December, mm-hmm. a, a week and a bit before Christmas. Yep. Kids went and saw that movie, and parents immediately were going to have to go out and buy toys. There should have been Ray figures within reach Oh, no, everywhere. I completely agree. The fact and that, there should have been little but, girl Ray costumes yep. that you could buy, just like a Princess oh, there are Barbie those. costume. There are those. I've seen those. Those I have not seen either, because I was looking for them at the toy store, because mm-hmm. ah. I was curious. But you are correct in that we walked. We were at Target, and we walked by an entire aisle of Disney princess stuff to the next aisle where the Star Wars stuff was, and there's no Ray. Nope. Also, all the, okay. One of the things I love about this movie is there, like, okay, there is a chick at the center of it, but she's not the only one. Suddenly, this whole world is populated with women where there never were any before. Women and women not white and, people. Yeah, women and not yeah. white people. Well, that's a that's a whole separate thing, which is also good. Mm-hmm. But specifically, the woman thing, like, suddenly, there's Captain Phasma, who is an incidental role. But I was having this argument with someone the other day. The fact that she's an incidental role that could have just easily been filled by a dude, mm-hmm. they're like, no, let's put a chick in this role instead. Yeah. And uh, there's a Mas- there's a stormtrooper in there too with a woman's voice. Yep. There's a couple of the of, tie fi- a couple of the tie fighter pilots. Yeah, yeah. a couple of the X wing pilots, uh, a couple of the Imperial officers, yep. like firing the fake Death Star. Like, there's just women. Any place There's where you just would... women. It's yeah. great. Women exist in the world. Yeah, it, but I mean, our friend Gregory pointed this out in the original trilogy, and actually, watching the prequels, there are more women. There aren't a lot, mm-hmm. but there are more than we remember. They're just not very memorable. Yeah, yeah. Because I, I was thinking no, about there, it the other day, and are, I was like, "There's a lot of Je- there's a lot of Lady Jedi." Yes, there are quite quite a few Lady Jedi. And uh, like in Episode Two, there's uh, a chick helping uh, Jango Fett. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zam Westall. Right. Yeah, that's it. Right. You know all this crap. I don't. Yep. I I, I, don't I still them, need to memorize the names of all the characters in Force Awakens. That's my next job. If they don't say them on screen, I don't know them. Mm. And there's those uh, uh, lady clone making aliens. Uh, there. Some of them are women. Yeah. Some of them are men. But like the one that me- that greets Obi Wan is a woman. Yeah. yeah, the main one, the one that we follow yeah. around. Right. A I bounty hunter a named Jango Fett. Yes. And then um, there's, uh, after uh, Padme becomes a senator, there's a different queen on Naboo, and you see her. Yep. There is a really cool, have, Matt, have you read this? The, um, uh, I don't remember what they called it, the, the comic tie-in that Marvel did. Um, uh, oh, rise the Shattered the, Empire? Sh- the yeah, Greg Rucka one? Shadows of the Rise of the whatever. Yeah, I haven't have read you? it yet. There's a bit, it's, it's only a slight spoiler, this will not kill the story for you, I promise, where... Uh, so it takes place right after Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. like immediately in the days after following Return of the Jedi. And we follow Poe Dameron's mom. Mm-hmm. And at first it's like, ugh, really? Mom Dameron. Here's, here's the character's mom. Yay. <laughs> but it was it's actually really cool. And it's basically the story about how she feels like she's a sellout mm-hmm. because she wants to leave the rebellion to raise her kid. Yeah. And like, she's like, ugh, but we're fighting. We got to fight. And Luke and Leia and everyone are like, dude, this is what we're fighting for. Mm-hmm. You have a kid. Go raise your kid. This, we got this. Yeah. It's fine. That's but, a nice story. No, there's a... The, nobody writes badass uh, military women like Greg Rucka. So. Well, this, this is what I'm getting to. This is a very slight spoiler, mm. but I promise when you read the comic, it's still going to be cool for you. I'm not ruining it. All right. It. Um, there's, she's, she's adventuring with Leia. She's actually uh, uh, Leia's bodyguard. Oh, cool. Uh, Leia's got a mission to go to some uh, formerly Imperial-controlled worlds to like say, hey... 
we blew up the Death Star. The Emperor's gone. We're going to set up a new deal. You want to you want to join up with us? Mm-hmm. And the first place she goes is Naboo. Right. And they meet up with the the Queen of Naboo. Um, and then uh, some Imperial shit like retaliation happens, and these three end up getting isolated. So it's it's the Queen of Naboo and Princess Leia and uh, Poe Dameron's mom in a hangar. All three of them discover they they know how to fly fighters, mm-hmm. and it's the three of them on a badass mission to stop the Empire. That sounds awesome. It is so good. <laughs> and again, there's plenty of story there. Like that's just one tiny beat. Like right. the whole story is really good, and it's worth reading. But I just I love the like. J.J. Abrams isn't the only person trying to find more women in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, there's this was a whole. I think it was four issues. This was one of the four issues. Was just that. No, I am. Um... Uh, there's that whole YouTube clip uh, of uh, all the lines in the original series spoken by women who weren't Leia, and it's like it's <laughs> thirty it's, seconds long. Yeah, it's it was like three minutes. Or Peru and um, Mon Mothma. Yeah. yeah, and that that uh, assistant on Hoth. Yep. And probably some twillings going, ah! Oh, yeah. There's, um... There might be female Ewoks. No, only in the cartoon. Ah, I forget her name. I don't care. Lady Smurf. Wicket and... (coughs) Wicket W. Warwick. Yep. Excuse me. (laughs) Yep, that's his name. Ugh. No, I was reading, um... uh, The other... The Greg Rucka uh, Han Solo novel that he put out. Uh-huh. Um, and the the main villain in that's a woman too. She's an imperial uh, officer, and it's fucking great. Excellent. There's um a pretty cool chick in the Clone Wars, uh, series? like cartoon TV series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, more I mean, than one. No, I mean there's Ahsoka, who is awesome. I love yeah. Ahsoka. Who's Anakin's uh, Padme or uh, Padme? Anakin's Padawan. Padme. Uh-oh. Yeah. No, Anakin's no, Padawan, please. which is like a really bad idea. Like, let's give him a, a an apprentice. Let's no. not. Who's <laughs> Who is the worst trainer in all of Star Wars? Well, who's Wars? the worst Jedi? Now, yeah. who can study under him? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway, you were saying not her, somebody else? Um, the, uh, there's an evil chick. Who oh, uh, on, uh, Ventress. Ventress. Ventress, yeah, yeah, that chick rocks, man. Yeah. No, and I love the idea that the Emperor's got all kinds of, like, like yeah, I'm, I'm working on, uh, I got, I got, you know, I'm wor- I got my eye on Anakin, and I got... Uh, no, Anakin, you're my most... Special I got Dooku guy. right now because at this point he still would have yeah. had Dooku, yeah. and I, I got General General Grievous, but I got I got a lot of irons in the fire. Yeah, no, I, I, that no was Anakin. one of the things I always liked about the Emperor is like he, he's got like eighteen plans, and that's the, that's the thing that is the main reason. If I am asked in in a word to defend why I like the prequels at all, it's Palpatine. Mm. If you just kind of yeah, Anakin, whatever, but Palpatine. That guy's great. Yep. Palpatine, like, and he plays it like he wants to shove his tongue down. Uh, oh, there's Christian's definitely a throat. real sexual vibe to the uh, to the uh, uh, the seduction. Have you ever heard the saga of Darth Plagueis? I'm reading that right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Let me know the if it's any good. Uh, it's all right. Not really. <laughs> the audiobook is strange. They should have gotten uh, Ian McDermott to read it. Yes! God, I love that guy. But um, the, the audiobook... Right now, he's just met young uh, Palpatine, mm-hmm. and Palpatine's voice is like this right now. Oh, golly, <laughs> Mr. Plagueis. Well, I sure hope nothing happens. Oh. <laughs> Doesn't he just have one name, too? It's actually pretty cool. It's actually, like, I don't want to, uh, like, it's complicated, but it's actually not bad. But there is some cheesy shit in there. 
and there's some stuff where they're clearly trying to explain things that like uh, we don't need that. Or oh, they do they explain uh, Anakin's virgin birth? Not yet, but I'm sure they'll get to that. <laughs> that just just never. Bothered. Oh my god. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, we're talking about Force Awakens. So I'm curious because we start we meet Ray on on Jakku and mm-hmm. it's like this this just landscape littered with garbage. I love God. I love fucking. Do we know? Do we know what happened? Oh, I guess I would assume there's supposed to be like a giant. There's a there's a giant battle over it called the uh, the Battle of Jakku, which is in that's what I'm saying. Some it kind. In? I it's been mentioned in something. I haven't read it yet. Mentioned, but was it actually in? Like, have we seen what happened? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. But and apparently, like, you know, a whole lot of ships crashed, and well, yeah, we can we can piece together what happened by the fact that there's star destroyers and also X-wings, like means the rebellion fought the Empire, and the fact that the Millennium Falcon was there means it was long ago enough that Han was still with them. Like, we can, mm-hmm. we can kind of detective that together. Yep. But... And the um the big desert scape reminds me of a. One part of uh, the older public game that I really liked when you're in a big desert and it's just full of like space garbage. Yep. And there's all the scavengers there. Like, yeah. And the thing, it all in. There's a bit after she steals the Millennium Falcon and they shoot one of the TIE fighters and it crashes and immediately someone's yep. running toward the still flaming wreckage. Mm-hmm. Like, like there's sca- the, the implication is there's scavengers all over the place. I read a tweet from someone, I forget who it was, who was, lol, who was like, the thing I like most about Jack Who is I can imagine on the other side of the planet, Mad Max and uh, Furiosa are fleeing from a Morton Joe. <laughs> I assume that must be hilarious. Um, Amanda liked it, and so will the people who are listening to this. Fair enough. Those of them who could get past the first 30 seconds of that movie. Yep. Which is not me. The great 30 seconds. Uh, I'm the Max, and this is the future. Great 30 seconds. It leads into the even greater bleak. movie. Yeah, no. Well, oh, there so weren't any uh, talking like that guys. In this? In nope. This. I guess there weren't. No, huh. the, the main bad guy uh, does not <laughs> talk like, like that. No, he talks like this. No, he talks like this, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> also, if, if somehow people within the sound of our voices are not following emo Kylo Ren oh on Twitter. Oh, my God. It's so fucking f- It shouldn't be this funny. <laughs> no, it was. it should have been funny for a day or two. Yeah. But that was really great, and then the other day he got into a shouting match with Lonely Luke, <laughs> which was even better. Oh man. Yeah. Anyway, so but my what I was getting at with uh, with Ray is okay. So we meet her, and she's like we see a flashback a little bit later where she was left behind on the planet, mm-hmm. and we don't know who she is yet. No. Do you have any theories about that? I like your um. I like your uh, that she's a Kenobi theory. I, that's not mine originally, and other people have said it too. No, my, but you're the one only... who I saw it from. So ah, my only my only basis for that, the only thing I have that that holds that up for me is the fact that she has a British accent. Mm-hmm. Because everyone else with a British accent in Star Wars, except for Obi Wan and her, mm-hmm. are bad. And Obi Wan is irresponsible with children. Yes. Yeah. And that he also something... had a lot of spare time on Tatooine. That's true. And, and a fondness there's... for dumping children on desert planets. Cause that's the thing is if she's Luke's kid, Luke probably fucked a lot of stuff up as we have learned. Yes. But I think he knows enough not to leave someone behind on a boring desert planet. That is something he knows. Yep. But Obi-Wan's like, no, this worked out real good. Yeah. Yeah, everything. I mean, he blew up yeah. the Death Star. Then he turned Vader back, killed the this Emperor. This is what I should have done when I was training Anakin. <laughs> the thing we did wrong. I mean, I know he doesn't like sand, but I was, don't care. It builds character. Taking him off that desert planet, that's where we made our mistake. Won't do it again. <laughs> no, I just, I'm curious because 
of course, the big speculation is that she's Luke's kid. Mm-hmm. I hope that she's not. I do too. But she probably is going to be. You know that. Mm-hmm. Right? Like she probably is. I wish it was just a coincidence. Yeah, I would like that. I would like, like... that. She's just because the magic business can be inherited, but it also just crops up sometimes. Yeah, there's plenty of you pointed out. There's because they all, they all draw from like epic stories yeah. and like you know fairy tales and all that stuff. And there's plenty of historical examples of someone plucked from obscurity to become a the, famous hero. The peasant who leaves their dirt grubbing life behind to become the famous knight. Well, and that's that could have been the story of Luke if the Vader reveal never happened. Just that he came from obscurity and used his inherent talent to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer that. I I would like I don't know. Like I'm willing to see where it goes and I'm willing like if they do it well, I'll yeah. be okay with but it. But given my preference, I like the idea of her being like Obi-Wan's granddaughter or whatever. I like the idea of um like having Obi-Wan's grand granddaughter versus Darth Vader's grandson. Well, that's nice. That's a concept I, I like quite a bit. Also, it would have to be granddaughter cuz the timeline does not line up. She's only 20 maybe. Yeah. Right. He would have been dead. Mhm. Unless his force ghost can can Oh, there's your someone. there's your virgin. There's your virgin uh-huh. for you. Yeah. Just uh, Obi-Wan's force ghost going around just like impregnating people. I didn't get to do this in life. Say you di- uh you come here often <laughs> to Dagobah? Hello. We don't no. know that he just hangs out there. All day. The thing is... Let's see, I can go to Tatooine, Dagobah, or Endor. Well, the, I'm not going there. The thing is, he died on the Death Star, which then almost, like, the next day blew up. Mm-hmm. So, like, clearly his ghost can go anywhere it wants. So he's just haunting the space where the Death where, Star yeah. used to be. No, it would be right outside Alderaan. Yeah. Or no, right outside Yavin. Yavin, sorry. yeah. Hey, can you clarify, is... Is their their base still on Yavin in Force Awakens? Oh. It looked like Yavin to me, and I thought it's got that ring around it, which I thought was supposed to be Death Star debris. But that could be. I hadn't thought that of was that. my theory. It's not bad. It looks a lot like Yavin Four. The they didn't is, really tell us where a lot of no, places no. were. No, like... I was I was not clear on the Empire versus the first. I mean, the First Order is obviously what was left of the Empire that yeah. built itself up. But what's the Republic versus the Resistance, and what? planets did Starkiller base blow up? Yeah. What significance did they... Like, it's something to do with the Republic, but that's all they say. Like, I've I... read that it might have blown up uh, Coruscant, but... No, it's not Coruscant. It looked like Coruscant. I assumed it was, yes. But no, because in the novelization, they say what the name of the planet oh, okay. is. okay, it's, it's not Coruscant? No. All right. it's, but it is the capital of the Republic. Mm. It just, they moved it. And I kind of thought that the Republic was either secretly or openly funding the resistance kind of like a big country funds like a little uh like freedom fighter yeah it's like um like group. the french like the french resistance in uh, world war Two. like the yeah. allies were giving them money mm. but they were in occupied france yeah That's that was sort of, of my theory too but that there was nothing in there that sort of they, said they said it like because I've, I've seen it a bunch now they're they, connected in some way hux said the republic Supports the resistance. Oh, he said dreamy that. Hux. Oh, yeah, okay. I love Hux. So let's talk about that then. Every time Amanda saw this dude, she would just crack up laughing. Oh, he's so perfect. He's just like... But not because the... you think he's terrible. No, no, no. Because he's okay. like the Star Wars villain. Like he's such a bureaucrat. Yeah, like he's a, new target. Nazi... <laughs> he's like such a Nazi bureaucrat. Well, and that's, that's really classic JJ yeah. is to take an iconic sort of figure type and make it a young, hot person. Mm-hmm. And every time he came on screen, anytime he did anything, it was so 
perfect. But you I laughed every it. time. I'm like, oh, you don't like that guy? I like that guy. No, I love him. He's so goofy because he's I so am perfect. strongly considering cosplaying as that guy. I, you I could you rock that it. shit, dude. I have to cut off my beard, which I have not done in 20 years, and I'm reluctant. Oh, God, I don't know. It's your I, naked chin. Yeah. I don't know my how I feel is, about that. My chin has not been seen by anyone since you guys were nine years old. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, that, that would be a little weird. You'd have to change all your all your logos. Well, I mean, just do it for like Emerald City or whatever, and then grow it back. No, I, but, you know. I'm very uncomfortable with this concept. <laughs> See, you were you were with it until I talked you through it. Ugh. It seems like walking down the street in no clothes. Yeah, I would, but except I'd be wearing like sexy imperial Nazi clothes. That's true. You'd have to wear like chinderwear. Yeah, I may have a butt chin. I don't know. I haven't seen that thing in years. Anyway, no, I really like that dude, and I liked his relationship with 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 old Kyle. Oh yeah. God, I Poor love old Kyle. I love their bickering sibling relationship <laughs> yeah. so much. Dad, 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 we were on the planet, and we were gonna get the droid. We were gonna get it, and then. Kyle said we had to go. We had Shut the girl, up, and that's fucks. all we needed was this girl. But we were there to get the droid, and we didn't get the droid. And the only Dad. Thing, and the only thing that makes that better is that they're both talking up to the fucking giant snow hologram. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. I, what are your thoughts on that guy? I don't know. I don't have enough info about him. I think I like. I like how he looks. I, I think l- he looks like Voldemort. He does. I'm fine with that. I, he also uh, Voldemort looks like Nosferatu. Mm-hmm. I really, really hope that he either actually turns out to be 50 feet tall or is a regular sized guy. Like the joke, the obvious joke is that he's little, and I well, that that really I love that joke. That. No, I love that joke. Like the uh, like that that demon in that Buffy episode. Yeah. yeah. I for the first few seconds just thought he was giant. We all thought yeah. that because I, I think like, you're well, supposed to. Yeah, they didn't reveal like they didn't. Shoot it from an angle where you could see the blue light and the transparency to realize it was a hologram at first. And so. then I was like, well, I guess there could be a giant alien. There's I mean, no there's, reason why yeah. there couldn't be. No, there's a, a friend of ours, Fred, said he, it, for some reason he's really put off by the fact that there will be giants in Star Wars. And he doesn't know why. He knows it's irrational. But he's like, that just feels wrong somehow. Is he mean, not familiar with the Ewok movie Caravan of Courage, which features giants? Are you, you know, not? I can no, I'm not. Not at all. I can defend the prequels, but I will not go that far. You, you nuts there. You're I'm not going there. to defend them, but I am going to say I watched them. You are Luke Skywalker alone on an island there. Oh, <laughs> stop waving that lightsaber at me. I know what it is. I like. I think it's significant that he didn't take it, mm-hmm. and I like that he just kind of looks at her. I also like that fucking Daisy Ridley acts circles around him, and they don't even speak. Nope. Like he's good. I like him, and Mark Hamill has been nothing but great over the years. Yep. As he has been quietly doing voice acting and waiting for this role to come back. Yeah, me... but she's a real actor. But yeah, she's like anything they have with each other in the next movie, she is just gonna like outshine him at every point. Let me just throw this out here right now: old beard Mark Hamill is fucking hot. I, handsome. I don't disagree. I don't think the shot of him in the movie was the best. Like the he, most he flattering. looks tired. Yeah, but but I think that's intentional mm. but I have seen him out in the world with the beard yep. and it's a good look for him yeah. he's got no reason to be tired he's been sitting on that island planet alone for like 20 years yep. he's had nothing but time to rest we don't, I don't we think don't he's done long. anything because look at his poor hand look at his poor robot hand he clearly hasn't done any maintenance on that thing in like 30 years well he didn't even bring R2 with him nope poor R2 yeah I, I like I legitimately like that he went into low power mode when Luke left yep He's just like depra- so like droid depressed. I that was one of my major Luke, th- don't leave. Please don't leave me with this guy. 
Oh, R2-D2, who are you talking to? <laughs> no. Is it about my red arm? I love that. <laughs> you know I've Don't... forbidden you to talk about my red arm and why There's... I have it now. There was there was all this fan speculation like it was a major thing. Mm-hmm. And then he just comes out and says, you're probably wondering about my arm. Well, goodbye. <laughs> I never... <laughs> Never mentions it. No, no. He says one other line to BB-8 about I should probably get my real arm back. But that's it. That's such a JJ trick. I love. I it loved is. it. I loved it so much. That and there was the rumor for a long time that Luke's lost lightsaber was going to be a big plot point, and we all thought, oh god, they're going to go to Cloud City and find his hand. That's stupid. And it was. It was a plot point, but it wasn't. The way we picked. Well, they it never all, so. tell you why. Like they never tell tell you why it's there or anything. No, Miles says. I'll tell you later. Yeah. And Maz is like a force sensitive guy, so yeah. it might have just come to her. That, like force I, yeah. stuff. I that don't think it would have just magneted to no, her. No, not magneted, but like it it went with this guy who brought it here, who yeah, brought yeah, it here. Yeah, like it's just sort of like the, the magic coincidence thing. Yeah. Right. I like I, how sort of epic like Anakin's lightsaber has sort of become in the in the movies, you know, moving <laughs> from the first the like Yeah. Him having it in uh and then Luke having it, and, yeah. and then Luke having it and losing it, and now it coming back again. Like I like the that pout saber. I and like he that. He stands up with old Kyle. <laughs> but I don't. Well, he says, he says, "Give me that lightsaber. It belongs to me." Yep. No, it doesn't. I need it for my well, Darth Vader collection. No, that feels very old, epic, like the sword passing from you know yeah. whatever. But on the other hand, I also like in the prequels how lightsabers were pretty much disposable, mm-hmm. and Anakin yeah. had seven or eight before he finally had that one that he lost. Yep. <laughs> It's not actually special to begin with. That lightsaber passes from pouty male child to pouty male child through the ages. Ray is maybe going to break the cycle. Uh, the thing, no, I will say, Luke was a pouty child until he realized his destiny and then he got his shit together. Yeah, he did. Yeah, but he was a pouty child. He, he was. was a pouty child, but he wasn't a pouty Jedi. That's true. Look, nobody wants to nobody wants to spend time with themselves when they were 17, like. Yeah, exactly. We met him at the worst age. Thank you. That is a very good point. Mm. Um, I was going to go to Tasha Station and pick up some power converters. The thing is, he's he, Hamill has said since then, like, I deliberately played that as, as whiny as, but like, mm-hmm. th- I thought that was the point. Yep. I wasn't trying to play it bad. I was like, you know, or I wasn't like a bad actor. I was trying to play it well. No, it's that's, about. That's, that's how I felt about Kyle. Like, I felt. Uh, oh, yeah. He was, that was, that was a deliberate choice to make him like sort of a petulant. I love that choice so much and that, me too that definitely felt like they were trying to say oh this is this what you were trying to do with anakin we could probably do it yeah better. no and they did the, the character yeah. of kylo ren as a the the, the whiny petulant fanboy yep. who has te- like legitimate temper tantrums because he can't get his way and he's mad at his parents i love it so much it is such a you like it isn't that is not a villain i've seen before well, it's it's a way for them to hang a lantern on the fact that we're all so into Star Wars and we revere it so much. Yeah. The fact that everything is a legend to these people now and Ray is like, you know Luke Skywalker? You're Han Solo? Like and between that and then Kylo doing that. Yep. Like it's just it's a way for the movie to say, Yeah, we all feel the same way. Yeah, it's awesome. But I like it. Normally, um, if you have sort of that petulant teenager character, they're not sort of like a dangerous Well, you don't put them in a position threat. of power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he might be the villain, like in a teen drama type thing, where yeah. like he's trying to steal somebody's girlfriend or something. Yeah. yeah. But in this, he's he's a legitimate threat, but he still does all like he'll kill you. Mm-hmm. Yep. But he'll, he'll kill you in his little temper tantrum because he can't get his My Chemical Romance CD opened up. Yep. Right. 
You, you don't steal jokes from the uh, Twitter account. I'm stealing jokes from the Twitter account. That was <laughs> Your not own my jokes. joke. Oh, man. I desperately want, like, the reveal that the Knights of Ren is a thing he made with a bunch of Jedi friends of his. Yeah. It could be. We don't. We just don't know. I it's like, like like he plays it off as like this ancient tradition that yep. it, people have forgot people have forgotten about the Knights of Ren, but we're back. No, you invented that like that was from your D and D game from when you were fourteen. That seems about right. From the his thing- dead journal. Yeah, from his dead journal. <laughs> Getting back to Snoke really quick. I liked him, mm-hmm. and I liked there was something, and I haven't quite put my finger on it. I think that it just that he's on a big throne. Mm-hmm. I think that's all it is. But there's something very Flash Gordon or like one of those old pulps about him that I really like. Yeah. It just, it feels like instead of just drawing on Star Wars, they're drawing on the original source, which was those old pulps. Exactly. He felt like, he felt like a villain like Ming the Merciless or something, mm-hmm. you know, like. I kind of, I disagree. I thought he felt sort of like a nothing. Like he was just a guy who said, go over there, do that thing. Well, no, no, no. Character, character wise, yes. I'm talking yeah. visually. No. And uh, he just had sort of like a, Fucked up, pale face, just like uh, just Voldemort the the image of him being on the big throne. I liked like... the big throne, and I liked that he was giant. But yeah. I think like the monster design was sort of like it was, the thing is the monster design and the rest of it is not lazy. But he felt sort of just like yeah, just throw some like stretchy thing at I that. I disagree. Whatever. I disagree. Um, and his character was just not like he was. The thing is, nothing. the emperor's character was nothing until we got. Right to spend time with him. Well, I mean, like, we oh, don't shit. even see the Emperor until the last movie because he's what like. Or well, you see him in a hologram, and yeah, you see him in a hologram in Empire. Yes, yeah, he's like an old they, woman with ape eyes. Yes, but I mean, they hint at him, they hint at him, and then they show him. Yeah, and I think that's what they're doing with Snoke. It's like, like a lot of this feels like a New Hope 2.0, where yeah. it's like, okay, what if we saw the Emperor just a little bit, mm-hmm. but then later we actually yeah, we'll, got to we'll, fight we'll him. get to him. Yeah, and what if Tarkin actually lived? Mm-hmm. And what if, you know, like, like they, they did some stuff better. And then had a slap fight with Darth Vader. Yeah, but I like, <laughs> I, I like um, Kylo, one of his first lines is, uh, uh, you know, that old dude who has uh, the map to Luke. Mm. He says uh, 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 something, something, the dark side. And he goes, I'll show you the dark side. Like, it's like... <laughs> I'll practice you. Like, he's terrible. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's just, he's not even good at, like, threats. I want to see more of a relationship in the next epi- uh, in the next two movies of just Poe treating him like shit. Oh, that was, and that was what I was saying before about Poe being the first guy we meet. Yeah. Is like, so who talks first, you or me? I never know yeah. how these go. It's, it's just with the, all the apparatus, I can't really understand. Yeah, I just, I, I would love if the next two episodes are just Poe Dameron being a complete dick to Kylo Ren constantly. <laughs> I love it. I love, there's... Th- also... Um, Kyle is so bad at the force that it takes him like a long time to break a regular human guy. Mm-hmm. And then the first time he's put no, up. Not true. Not true. It takes him a while. No, it doesn't. That's what I'm saying. When he comes in, he has been tortured by stormtroopers who have gotten nothing out of him. It takes him the one scene where he holds his hand up and makes them scream and walks right out of the room and says, I got the info. And then he gets, then he gets Ray. No, Ray, he can't And he has, all. like, no success. The first time someone puts up the slightest bit of resistance, yep. he just crumbles. I, I'm and... with you there. But no, the, I got I to gotta take issue with the Force thing, like with, uh, with, with uh, uh, Poe. That only oh, took him a very brief time. He's so bad at everything he does. I don't think that he's bad at everything. No, that's the thing. thing. The thing is that he's got a ton of power, but he's, he's a horrible little shit. Yeah, like they put they basically put like the power to destroy a planet in the hands of a 14 year old. And while I hated the fact that 
there's another Death Star. No, it's uh. bigger. I did like, it did feel in character for me that Kylo Ren, in copying Darth Vader, would make another Death Star only bigger. Bigger and cooler. This is like what you had, only just a little bit. I made. I put. Call some... it the Star Killer. It's gonna be completely fucking metal. Yeah, exactly. I put. I put a little polish on it, so it's even better. I bet you to prove though. Mm-hmm. It would have been, I think, better if he had said the line instead of one of the uh, the rebels saying it. What? Uh, oh, if it. No, it's bigger. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, you're. You're. That is. That is definitely true. I would have bought that a lot more. Yeah. Um, one of the things I really like uh, switching to the to the good guys is. This is something I noticed after a couple of viewings. And here's the thing. The first time I was a little disappointed in this movie, each time I watch it, I feel less so. Mm. I think it's the expectations thing. I think I had expectations going in, and they weren't high or low. They were just expectations. And, like, once I knew what it actually was, right? I wasn't, like, then I could just enjoy it and not, like, but what about this? But what about this? Like, you know, I could just watch it. But um, everyone, like, all the good guys, everybody to, to a character is so encouraging. They're yep. so nice to each other. Yep. There's not a lot of bickering. There's a, there's a little bit of, like, friendly jabs, like Han calling Finn big deal. I like, uh, I like uh, Ray and Finn's, uh, like, I like Finn keep trying to keep saving Ray, and she just has no time Let for Let go it. of my hand! No, I love that, but there's a, there's a bit, um, there's a bit, like, right after the fight, on Jakku mm. with the with the Falcon, where they both run out and meet in the middle, and and they're both babbling. Oh my god, I can't believe you did that! And he's like, Oh my god, I can't believe you did that! And like, just that's one of my a... favorite parts of that movie. But there's a bunch of that. There's Han. Every time either of the kids do something good, mm-hmm. he's like, Good job, you did a good right. job. Yep. And and Poe, when he first hooks up with Finn, is like, Good shot, that was great. Like everybody, everybody is all encouraging and just it's. It's so nice, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's it's so out of place because everybody's usually always at each other's throats in movies. Yep. It's just I don't know. It's it, no, I, I really just like it. I like I like people who are friends. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not very complicated. I just who I like was it. was it you I was talking to that was saying how everyone feels so betrayed by Finn because everyone likes him so much? <laughs> this was something I read on uh, Tumblr. Okay, that he makes friends so easily. That everyone is like, traitor! Because they really thought he was their friend. Yeah. <laughs> you were my best friend. Like, yeah. him and him and Poe become friends almost instantly. Friends? friends? Yeah. Or... Uh, he gives him his jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I have to draw you a fucking picture? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really... But... I, I would be so happy with that. Me too. Poe, from I, the, second, from the second I saw him, I'm like, oh, that guy's gay. They're not going to do it. And I was it. very excited. But uh, Oscar Isaac. Both of them yeah, have said, yeah. and it could be joking because mm. I've only seen it in gift sets. I can't get their their uh, the tone down. But they both said, yeah, I was playing love. Were you playing love? Yeah, I totally was. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's also, great. Also, almost every guy I've talked to about the movie, when they saw it, had little hearts floating out of their eyes as soon as they saw Poe. That's because he's like, gorgeous. Except all the chicks that I've talked to have hearts when they look at Kylo Ren. Yeah, and I'm and like, his what? glorious what? hair. Why? It's like you—you it. you guys know he just likes looks like Snape, right? I <laughs> see. I don't care about that because yeah, I think Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. When, I guess that's I think true, Alan Rickman yeah. when he was young was a pretty good-looking guy, yeah. so that doesn't bother me. No, I just—I don't—I don't. It's the character overshadows the the look for me. Mm. He, I could see objectively how he's probably handsome, but like. Yeah, when you were showing me the character stills, 
yeah. uh, in advance. You were like, okay, which one's the hot one? And so I pointed at old Kyle, <laughs> and then I saw the movie, and I was like, oh, no. No, it's Poe, because he's, he's <laughs> no, no, so no. charming, yeah. <laughs> is the thing. I tell you who it isn't is Harrison Ford, who, is, <laughs> who has a lot of crags. Uh-huh. <laughs> You could do the the, uh, the the Kessel run through his face. <laughs> Some moof milker put a bunch of crags in my face. Move, oh, ball. That's my favorite line now. Uh, it's, it's muttered. It's just under his breath. Move, ball. But it, it reminded me of, yes, cup. Yep. Made me so happy. Oh, man. There's and then th- your other favorite line. What? Oi! No, 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 your other, other oh, favorite line. I like that Wookiee. I like that Wookiee. You were telling me the other day you finally figured out why you like Miles' voice so much. Yeah, she sounds like um, she sounds like Nina Conti's monkey puppet yep. monk. Yep. And t- I didn't, until you said that, it's like, oh shit, yeah, she does. I, I like that Wookiee. He's got a magnificent power. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you're that's, a, that's a bit where she's talking to Monk and he goes, I hate the ocean. And she goes, why? Because it has a magnificent power. I love that line so much. Now the puppet's gone and you're all a bit freaked out, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> look, if you don't know what we're talking about, look up Nina Conti on uh, YouTube. She's yeah, fucking she's hilarious. She's so she good. She has a puppet, but it's it's funny. It's not terrible. No. She's the only good puppet. No, it's There's not. There's so many good true. puppets. The only good ventriloquist puppet. Yeah. That, yeah, that, that may be that, true. That, that, yeah. All right. Yeah. No, there um, are plenty of great puppets, but. Yeah. Um, Han, some of the stuff he did reminds me of, like, my dad. Yep. I kind of like, like good, that a lot for. In a good way. Yep. Like, it, there's the bit. They, they play a lot of his stuff for laughs, which I like. Mm. And I like, um. They say, uh, oh, God, those those two crime families are here. What are you going to do? I'll talk my way out of it like I always do. And Chewie says something. He goes, yes, I do. Every time. <laughs> and it's exactly the way my dad would say something like that to my mom. Oh, my it's God. So I love when um, he meets up with uh, Kyle. And he's like, take that helmet off. You don't even need it. Yeah, you don't understand my music, Dad. <laughs> oh, man. I love, God damn, I love it so much. What? Just it, he's so Harrison Ford is so good in this, you know. Like, well, the fact that he's for years said, "I'm never doing this again. I hate mm-hmm. it," and like that's part of it. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I wonder how they got him. Like, if it was the I'm, death, or if it was the big pile of money, he, or what it was. I read an article. He got paid so much more than everyone else in the entire movie. <laughs> well, okay. In fairness, of the original guys, he's in it way, way, way more. Oh yeah. Yes. So like he deserves more money than not not because he's a dude mm-hmm. he deserves more money than Carrie Fisher because he's in he deserves more, more than money than Luke Hamill he, than Luke Hamill yeah. Mark Hamill but it, but Mark Hamill should if he's a major character in the next one get the same he yeah. won't yeah. but he deserves that but my my thought is Disney bought not just Star Wars but Lucasfilm mm-hmm. they own Indiana Jones yep he so badly wants to make another Indiana Jones movie he, I bet they promised it to him mm-hmm. to get this. I, I I that wouldn't surprise me I love that interview where he says. The reason he stayed in shape for as yeah. long as he has is because they're always promising. There's him. almost another indie yeah. movie about to happen, yeah. so I've never had a chance to let myself get out of shape. It's so weird because, like, old Han doesn't bother me at all. Old Han looks perfect, you know. That's yeah. what Han Solo is going to look like when he's old. I can't deal with old indie. Huh? Doesn't bother me. It's just like that entire movie is just like, oh, he looks like he's falling apart. Nah, didn't bother me. Maybe it's because you expect Han to fall apart. That might well, and be, I love, yeah. 
I love, I don't know if we've said this on the, sh- like we had a little chat before the show. No, and I, don't I don't think remember. we have. Just about him and Leia. Like, yeah. I like that it didn't work out because really look at them. Yeah. Like it was all passion and no, like there was no sensible element they to their relationship. They had nothing in common. Yeah. They had no like No, they foundation. met under duress. And, yeah. yeah. It was just they were thrown together in like a an exciting circumstance. Yeah, no, I, and yeah. so they... Nothing makes more sense than them hooking up, but that's that's a fam that's a divorced family if I've ever seen one. Yeah, and the thing is, if their story ended at Jedi, I want them to live happily ever after. Mm-hmm. If that's where it ends, we need that. But if we're gonna go back and revisit that thirty years later, it didn't work. We know that. Yeah. I imagine the first time a real problem came up, they just fell apart. Or so. like just Han fucking disappearing for months at a time to go go on adventures with Chewie. You know that no, happened. I I don't think that it did. Is they the thing. said it happened? No, 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 no. What he said was after the stuff happened with Kyle. He gave up and went back to what he did best. Mm-hmm. He like I feel like he didn't he wasn't smuggling until that point, and that's when he left. Mm. No, but he also said, um, "I always liked going away because you missed me." Yeah, I don't think that made was me meant. Think... No, I didn't. I mean, you might be right, but yeah. I didn't take it that way. Also, they talked about um, Leia going back to what she did best, and what she yeah. did best was being a badass fucking general. Uh huh. No, like. She could be part of the legitimate government, but no, she's out there leading terrorists mm-hmm. still. That's like, what she does. There's no need for that, but that's what she's best at. Yep. So that's what she's doing. No, and I love, I wish there had been more her, but what they did was great. Yeah. And, and she was fucking fantastic. And the thing is, we haven't talked about Ray very much, and we will, mm. but like one of the things Amanda was saying from sort of a feminist perspective is she is a woman, but she's not just a dude character that they change to a woman. Like they give her feminine qualities. Mm-hmm which I like, but Leia, the same thing. She's a mom. Like, a big part of her thing is about her husband and her lost son. Yeah. But she's still a badass. Like, they didn't sacrifice her femininity to make her cool. Mm-hmm. No, and that's that's a problem that um, comes up in a lot of movies where they do have a, a lead chick, is it's just like, okay, well, this is a dude. Yeah, we wrote we'll this just... for a dude, but we'll change it to a chick. Are you happy now? Yeah, this is Michael, uh... Michelle. No, this is Michaela. Ah. <laughs> but she the thing is her 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 whole role is to be a mom. Mm-hmm. Yep. She's the mom of the a resistance. Mom in general. And well, she's the mom of the resistance and she's the mom of old Kyle. <laughs> and like She did not do a very good job. No, she did. At didn't. old Kyle. The thing is She did a good job at momming the resistance. Yeah. She did. The thing is, she and Han and Luke, I think, all share in the failure there. Yeah, they and they all know it. Good parents, but they all know yeah. it is the thing. They all know they failed, and they all retreated in their own ways. Mm. <laughs> um, there, um, something else from the uh, Evo Kylo Ren fight mm. with uh, what is it, Lonely Luke? Yeah, where he says, um, "How would rebuilding the Death Star go?" And then Luke says, "Or no," and then uh, Kyle says. Uh, I don't know. How did uh, building a new uh, race of Jedi go? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you go build another Death Star? Why don't you go build another race of Jedi? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but the, the Han and Leia stuff was played perfectly because there's still that spark there. It didn't work. It won't work in a permanent way. Mm-hmm. But there's still passion there, and you can tell they love each other. Yeah. And like, there, She's got that line where she says, don't do that. Do what? Anything. <laughs> 
It's just perfect. I, just... I like uh, how Chewie comes up. Oh, God, the, I love that. There's a scene where they're they're seeing each other for the first time, and there's sort of that awkward, passionate moment where they, they realize they still have feelings for each other, and they're just sort of staring at each other and not saying anything. Mm. And Chewie just comes up and gives her a big old hug because yep. they're still friends. Yeah, that breaks the tension. Yep. Yeah. She's just like, oh, hi. I missed you. That actually reminds me, the, the like, one of the very few things I didn't like about uh, about the movie um, mm-hmm. Right at the end, when they come back, and mm-hmm. uh, spoilers, Han's dead, and uh, yeah, and uh, Leia knows it. Yeah, Chewie just sort of walks right past her, and Leia goes to uh, Ray, and it's like, oh, see, that was one of my favorite moments. Obviously. Really. I think they just should have taken Chewie out of it. Like, I think the problem is that Chewie was in the scene. Mm. Like, I love like that he... everyone was celebrating. Like, everyone except yeah. these two are celebrating because yeah. everyone else won. But these guys, even though they won, they lost. Yeah. So I love that. But you're right. Chewie doesn't, like, you're... he's just like, do-do-do-do-do, whatever. Yeah. You're, you're right about Chewie. But the scene, the actual, what I was paying attention to was the thing in the foreground. Mm-hmm. Which was uh, Ray and Leia, and I love there is not a single word in that. No, scene. no, that's fine. Like it's basically like if Chewie had just stayed on the ship, it would have been fine. Right. But if you put but, him in the scene, he has to do something because he's known her way longer than Ray. You're okay. You put him this in the, is the scene. metal scene all over again. Yeah. What's that? This is the metal scene all over again. The, oh yeah, I suppose it is. <laughs> I don't know. I just because I'm so blown away. I'm blown away by Daisy Ridley. Everything she did in that movie, and it's not just hey, there's a girl. It really is like every time I watch it, I am blown away by some new aspect of her acting. Mm-hmm. And that scene I've been fixating on the last couple of times is just so powerful because they don't say a word. And I got to give Carrie Fisher major props there too. It's all in their eyes. It's all in their body language, and it's like Daisy Ridley gives such a nuanced performance. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. She basically says he's dead with her eyes and Leia says, yeah, I know. Are you all right? And then they hug and it's just, and like, there's a, oh. a bit, I feel responsible. No, it's not your fault. Yeah. 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 And, but it's all unspoken. He was going to be my new space dad. Yeah. We were, that's no, okay. I, I'll be your space general. He mom. gave me, God. he gave me a gun because he knew I knew how to use it. I love that line. It's so great. I can handle myself. I know. That's why I'm giving it to yeah. you. Yeah. That's more of that encouraging stuff. You don't see me giving about. Doofy Finn a gun. No, he gave him a gun too. Uh, eventually. No, in the same scene. <laughs> Try not to hurt yourself, Finn. What? Yeah. That is. Oh man, I love Finn. He's such a doofus. He was your favorite, wasn't he? He was my favorite. He's great. I um, talking about uh, giving a good performance in the open, like in near the the beginning of the movie. Um, Finn realizes that he can't be a stormtrooper, and you can tell from frame one just by how he holds himself that he's not the same as all the other guys, mm-hmm. even though he's wearing the Stormtrooper outfit. And they do a thing where they smear blood on his helmet so you can tell visually, I like that. I figured you wouldn't. I didn't like it because I didn't think it was necessary. Like, I could always pick Finn out just by how the actor held himself. Mm, yeah. And I thought that was so good and so hard. Yeah. I like that I image, agree. though, of the Stormtrooper helmet with the blood on it. I agree. Uh, it looks cool. I mean, it's very pulp. It's fine. I was going to say, it's Star Wars. You don't want subtle, dude. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but I just like Finn's trying so hard, but he's not the hero. Well, you pointed out he's the girl. Yeah, he is. You pointed that out to me. There's, um, uh, in, in literature, there's something called the ingenue, who's the young, innocent lady character, the one who's usually getting saved or who's helping the hero by being like sweet and honest and virtuous. Mm-hmm. And that was sort of Finn's role in this. And I, I really liked that. I thought it was a nice 
flip on the usual script. Mm-hmm. Um, something I found a little like, eh, I liked that at the beginning where he was like, "Listen, I don't want to kill a bunch of people. Like, I yeah. think it's, I think it's bad. Mm-hmm. I love that. I thought well, and, that was and so good." Real, real yeah. quick sidebar: Someone pointed out I didn't catch this because white privilege, but um, uh, the the idea that he is a person of color born into a life of violence who chose not to be part of the violence anymore. Oh yeah, that's that's great. I didn't think of that, nope. but it's like, oh yeah, cool. And that's so powerful that he's been brought up it in is. this uh, society based on violence. Yeah. And he he rebels against it mm-hmm. and says, "No, I'm I'm not going to do that." <laughs> I, but I love the movie does a really good job of telling you that while still keeping you entertained. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. what the way that unfolds is he tries to rescue Poe and says, uh, "I I'm, I'm here to rescue you. Why? Because it's the right thing to do." And there's a beat, and he says, you need a pilot. I need a pilot. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what then, what happens almost immediately is then he starts shooting stormtroopers and blowing stuff up, which I understand for the, the movie to be an action movie, we had to go ahead with that. Mm. But I kind of would have liked it better if he had used sort of non-lethal methods. Like if he had just like sort of knocked people over and knocked them yeah. out and did the Spock thing. Because it felt a little like, yeah, he just said he didn't want to do this. Now he's gonna. Uh, it's hard to do. One, number it one, it's is. hard to do in a movie called Star Wars to have a guy who's like, mm, no wars, I don't think. That, that would have been an interesting new kind of character, though. Yeah, it would have. A pacifist. Like yeah. someone who, or, or not even a pacifist, someone who won't kill. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's fine supporting the killers, but he himself won't actually get his hands dirty. Mm-hmm. Like the guys who, um, in uh, World War II, the conscientious objectors, who right. they did nursing and... They helped uh, logistic support. Yeah, and, so yeah. They, they supported the war effort, but they wouldn't themselves yeah, right. pick up a gun. No, I agree. But but I mean, you know, it's an action movie. So also, it's a tough line to walk too because as as people have pointed out, it's his race is significant. Mm-hmm. And what you're going to bring a black dude in and then he doesn't get to kick any ass? That's not fair. Yeah, you know, that's they got to be conscious of that too. I'd like if his ass kicking would be. I know what you mean, standpoint. but I think that's too subtle for Star Wars. I, also. It probably is, but I love Finn so much. Yep. He's adorable and charming, and like I went in expecting to be completely fixated on Ray because it's like, oh, Lady Hero, finally. Well, she's great. <laughs> and but... there, there was definitely some of that, but the more I thought about it, the more I, I, I loved the performance. I loved the humor. I loved he just he's trying so hard. Mm-hmm. And he's just. This is, he is not good at being an action hero. Well, and so much of the laughs are his, yep. and they're not terrible laughs. They're they're character-based. Yep. He's... I, I love, there's there's a point where he's trying to convince uh, Ray that he's with the Resistance, and BB-8 just spits out a bunch of um, garbled Jean-Ralphio stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Technically, I'm homeless. <laughs> But uh, but he just it's a throwaway. There's so many of the throwaway lines to me are good, and that was actually something from the original trilogy yeah. that they brought back was a lot of the throwaway lines. Like like one of my favorite lines in Empire was where uh, Leia goes asteroids, and Han very subtly under his breath goes, "Oh no," because <laughs> <laughs> well, what they... he's thinking is this is going to get us out of this mess. But what he's supposed to say is, "Oh no," so you, "Oh no." <laughs> well, didn't they bring back um, one of the main dialogue writers? From... Yeah, 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 they did. Has them. Yeah. yeah. But, but there's shows. a point where BB-8's talking yeah. to him, and he says, uh, I don't speak that. And it's just another <laughs> nice little... Like, <laughs> a lot of little lines like that. But I also like that his lie about being in the resistance... Like, 
all of us thought, I'm sure, uh, this is going to be the farce thing where it, the big separation in Act 3 is going to be she finds out that he's lying, and then instead he just tells her. Yep. I'm and glad. all of the Resistance guys immediately accept him. There's not any of that like, I don't trust you because you come from the bad guys. Well, no. you don't need to trust me because I already proved myself. No, Leia, again, with this whole encouraging thing. Yeah. Leia said, I heard what you did. You're very brave. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm going to help you get your friend back now. Yeah. Like, that's the very first thing she says to him. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's great. Yeah. I love this I, fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. I also love that Ray gets captured, um, which, whatever. I almost, it almost lost me there because I was so, like, with her being the hero. And I was like, oh, man. And now they got to go rescue Yeah. Her. And he, she gets conked over the head and... Yeah. Darth Kyle, the unwise, picks her up and like you have that scene where you know he's she's in his arms and the swamp monster's carrying her away. Yeah. Um, but she she rescues herself, like she gets out, and and it's great. Uh, it's great. But then she meets up with um, Finn, and she's like, he's like, I came to rescue you, and she rescued herself, but she was still like, you came to rescue me, thank you. <laughs> it was so cute. No, they they both in, like individually great, but also I think they have good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I I know that there's supposed to be some kind of romantic tension there, I but I don't know that there is. I hope they're just best friends. I would be so fine with that. Also, you're a Jedi; you don't get to have sex with people. Mm. I, I there's no indication, like apart from him asking if she had a boyfriend, that was the only nod to that. Yeah, there's some like there's a little flirty, maybe. I I honestly, legitimately, this isn't me making jokes think there's more flirty between oh there is Finn and Poe yeah like that's not even wishful thinking that's not even tumbler shipping that's just that's there mm-hmm. <sighs> I hope there's gay people in Star Wars I desperately I would like to think so but they're probably not gonna do it probably and would like to, what I don't want to see is for you guys not to like the next movie when they reveal that it doesn't happen because mm-hmm. it's probably not gonna happen I know it's just the disappointing. Is, like, you know, we've gotten to the... We, we, I know, but, you know. As, as a great as a great uh, Canadian Prime Minister once said, it's 2015 now. Yes. <laughs> as our friend Nate said yesterday. Yes. It's 2015 now. Yep. Uh, incidentally, that was on January 8th, 2016. <laughs> anyway, it's 2015 now. I want a gay guy in Star Wars. Like, I would be... I would love that, but I just... Uh, come on, it's not going to happen. Don't get your hopes up. Gay guy in Star Wars. It's not. It would be such. It would be so fucking cool. It would be good, but it's the 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 other thing is romance is not a huge part of Star Wars anyway. Like there was Han and Leia, Mm -hmm. and and there was Anakin and Padme. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's sweeping romance. That's it though. Like it's it's not a huge part of it. Han and Leia were great, mm -hmm. but they were not like a major plot point. I broke my heart. Now I'm going to suck and die. (laughs) While we're on the topic, I always thought it was really interesting that Luke never had a, like a lady type that he had. His his, his happy ending never had a lady in it. I like that. Mm -hmm. Me too. I concur. Mm -hmm. I like that. um, I kind of like that for Obi-Wan too. Like he's sort of our, in the, uh, the second set of movies, he's sort of our swashbuckling hero. Like he goes from place to place. Riding on like bird dinosaur, taking his robe of. off. Yeah, yeah, and just like like going around, and he killed the guy who like after the guy who was tying people to, to railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. There was no like romance yeah. there, yeah. and I loved that. But and I might be spoiling Clone Wars that Matt hasn't seen yet. He does definitely have a flirtation with a lady. Yeah, I think I heard something about that. He, he does, but the implication is that there's an attraction there that they both that sort he's of, not allowed to do it, and, and they both moved past it like they acknowledge it was there but now that they 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 don't 
that's not going to be a thing. Yeah, right. and I like the tr- I like the tragedy of that. You get to yeah explore. That was supposed to be, I think, Anakin's yeah. story was you're not allowed to do this. I'm going to do it anyway. They didn't they didn't focus on that very much. But I, I love the tragedy of them deciding not to. Mm. Like I like that. I think that's more interesting than just doing the thing where like, well, society says you're not allowed to. Well, I'm going to do it anyway. I like the sort of more. This is a bad idea. We're not going to do it. We're oh, still sad. Okay, but that's you. You got to assume every Jedi has gone through that at some point. Yeah. So it's not interesting because they all do it that way. It's interesting because we haven't seen it. I guess that's true. All we've seen is Anakin saying, "No, I do what I want." All right. Can we not talk about how the prequel sucked, please? I said we should not do that. Okay. I'm I'm so tired of hearing it. I'm just so every yeah. I but get it. I was talking about the thing that I liked, which was and the... then it always but it inevitably leads to the thing people don't like. That's how it always works. <laughs> I I read a really good thing on I think it was Tumblr, where it, it was about gatekeeping, about fan gatekeeping, mm-hmm. which is like when you basically tell a portion of the fandom you're not a real fan because you like this but you don't like this or right. whatever. And it's like it was basically saying when these new movies come out, know that this will be some people's first Star Wars. Know that some people like the prequels better. Don't tell them they're not a Star Wars fan because they like this, but not this. Just don't be a dick. I like I like that, regardless of how you feel about it. Just you know, if you like Star Wars, good. So do I. We have that in common. Let's not you know. Let me like my thing. I like. Yeah. Um, the one other thing I wanted to say about Han, real quick. Yes. I really like, like. They always implied that he went on these terrible smuggling adventures, but we never actually saw them. Mm-hmm. When we met him, he basically was at the end of that career. Right. And we got to see him, like, hauling around monsters and dicking over two crime families and getting caught. And, like, I love that. Yep. Like, that's what I always imagined, but we never got to see it. No, it's cool seeing sort of... It, it's cool coming in on him and him and Chewie in the middle of an adventure. And you just assume they've been doing this forever, like before he met Luke and Obi-Wan mm-hmm. and then now again for the like the last 10 years or whatever. Yep. Oh god, and later on when that uh, nurse is oh, hatching Chewie. You up, must be so brave. Oh, you're going to get a lolly. <laughs> that was great. Now, our friend Tidro says that that nurse was flirting with Chewie. I do not believe that. I think she's just being a patronizing nurse. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, you're a big man. Although I do like the idea of uh, Chewie being the hot one in that uh, in that team up. Well, I mean, Maz likes him. Yep. It's like Kirk and Spock. I like that, that Wookiee. Wookie? Yep. <laughs> Where's my no, boyfriend? Where's my boyfriend? I like her. Like, she's I like her great, quite a bit. Man. Uh, and I never know how to say her name, and I'm going to fuck it up, so I'm just not going to say it. But the chick who plays her is gorgeous, and one of the things she liked doing was not being seen. Mm-hmm. She's like, my whole career is about how pretty I am and about my body, and I like for once it was just about me being a performer. And Well, she looks like a statuesque goddess she who's does. not even the same species as me. She absolutely Like, does. I look at her, and I'm like, that's if that's a person, I'm not a person. Yeah. We, we're not, we don't, this, this doesn't, we're not the same. No. We're not the same thing. What are you? Some kind of unicorn beast? <laughs> That's what you are, right? And I'm just like a monkey monster. But thing. but the thing right. is, they did they did motion capture, so like the facial stuff was her, mm-hmm. and then the the voice obviously was her. But that's it. So like I liked that. That was one of the reasons she liked it. Was like yeah, it's all about me and not about just. There's some my cool body. pictures of her in all of the motion capture stuff. Yeah, with all the neat. dots and stuff. It's like yeah. super spacey. Yeah. Um, but I like the character a lot. Mm-hmm. But the, the stuff in the eyes, like in and yeah. just in the like sort of the um, the space around the eyes and like around the mouth and all that, it so looks like a real thing. Like the 
The, yeah. the design on her was good mm-hmm. and the animation was amazing and her acting was so good. Like it came through all of that filter. Right. But I also like she um she she's very sort of down to earth because mm-hmm. Han's like, Oh, you gotta get back to the resistance. Yeah. Uh she can help. We'll we'll get this figured out. And the answer is, Han, just go home. <laughs> You you know the answer is with your ex wife right over there. Why don't you just, take them? Just do it, man. In your these, spaceship. These nice kids need someone to take them to Leia. Who knows Leia? Oh, it's you. <laughs> go home, stupid. <laughs> no, I guess I better go home. Yeah, that's basically how that how that plays out. I love that. And they could have saved that planet being firebombed if he had just sucked it up and gone back to his ex wife, but. He's like, I'm gonna just shove them off to Maz here, and Maz uh, will take care of it. And she's like, Go that home. Makes me wonder how many of his messes she's cleaned up. Yep, she seems a, like a lot. Well, that there's she has a great line when he first comes in. Uh, I guess whatever you need is like, I guess you need help desperately. Come on, let's get this over with. Because <laughs> it's never like he just comes to hang out. It's always like. He needs something real bad right now. Hey, He's that uh, friend who you only hear from when he needs something. Yep. I, but he seems like that, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He's a terrible friend and a terrible boyfriend <sighs> and a terrible person. And a bad father. And Oh, and a bad father. Yep. The thing is, I still love him. Oh, yeah. Me too. And I love his arc. I love, like, we all picked up on this from the trailers, but it's really good. He's the Obi-Wan of this movie. Mm-hmm. He's like... You know, I thought all this stuff was bullshit because the first time we meet him, he said, ah, this stuff's bullshit. And it's a good payoff. It's like, yeah, I used to think this is bullshit. And then I saw a bunch of crazy stuff. And uh, hey, guys, it's not bullshit. Let me well, tell in you. his defense, it sounds like bullshit. It does. Let me tell you about the time my friend made a thing fly around. <laughs> Let me tell you a time, about a time my my friend uh, blew up an entire moon-sized uh, laser with the power of his mind. Let me tell like, you about the time I got frozen in carbonite. It's not a great story, but it did happen to me. And and really, my part of that story is the most boring. <laughs> Day 72. Cold. Still... Cold. <laughs> Day 72. Lips still very full and pouty. <laughs> they really should hang a tapestry or something on that far wall, because that's all I can see from here. <laughs> still cold. I... Day 78. Lando, you're not fooling anyone. Everyone knows it's you. <laughs> yes, I can see you. Quit lowering your mask. That's not helping. There's my there's my new Twitter account, Frozen Han. Frozen Han. <laughs> Just so cold every now and then. Yep. I like that. Um What else? I've just I'm I'm going through my notes here. No, I I when I made a last pass through, I just like because there's a lot, I've had a lot of thoughts yeah. over the last month. I just want to make sure. Uh, of course, there's the Daniel Craig cameo. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That was funny. Yep. If I'm glad that you had read who it was because I heard his voice and it was gonna drive me fucking nuts. Yep. Oh, and then of course there's Matt's favorite line. Speaking of good. Like, oh man, my, the, the best line in the entire fucking movie. So you don't have a plan? You don't have a plan? Oh, uh, we'll, we'll use the force. That's not how the force works. Yep. <laughs> Five well, fucking minutes. Yep. No, you probably missed a plot point after that. I did. You were laughing real hard. It's just like every time I thought I'd calm down, it's like, that's not how the force works. Fuck. And then um, Chewie complains about being cold. Oh, you're cold? Yeah, and then 
been this is sort of in the background and I, I just I didn't notice it until the second watch through when we went to a movie theater and saw it again uh-huh. for another time. Like we've been doing every time. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um he Chewie picks up a coat off one of the guys they kill and shoves it to Han and makes him carry it. No, no, no. He doesn't shove it. He very gingerly, like, here you go, buddy. You're cold. You're cold. I got your coat. Hey, buddy. I like that. I also, speaking of Chewie, I love when uh, uh, Kyle kills Han. Mm -hmm. Chewie goes into a fucking berserker rage and just screams and starts shooting everything he can. I'm just like, aw, that's exactly what would happen. That's an interesting thing, too, because you know, like, he like it's his best friend's kid, right? Like you know yeah, he, he was knows, around. Yeah, he was at the at the very least Uncle Chewie. <laughs> yeah, and if he well, and the emo Kylo Ren account is like, oh, we celebrate Wookie Life Day. That's not even our heritage. <laughs> but by the way, the the holiday special is the reason, the main reason we almost didn't do this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, me and Matt could talk. Wait, last time we talked about Star Wars, it went about as bad as it could possibly go. Post traumatic stress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he totally knows who he is. Yeah. I mean, he's like, they're having a whole conversation in a big echoey room about you're my son. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure he could hear that. Yeah. But, but yeah, just the fact that he just goes nuts when Han dies, just, it just was perfect. What's that whole life debt thing? It's like, I, I, we don't know that that's a thing. I that, know, but it, look, I've been, been in the expanded universe for so long. They've yeah. never said it in any of the movies. Nope. It feels weird to think that it might not be. The, and the Wookiees the real... weren't slaves or anything in the, in episode three. So they weren't, but they were enslaved. I think they were, but we don't know that. I guess that's true. If you only go, uh, this stuff has been rattling around in my head for longer than I can remember. Like there's some stuff from the games that I'm like, Oh yeah, that happened in a movie. No, no, it didn't. No, no. It, it and that's the thing. Actually... I pretty much only know the movies. And to me, that's all they're like that. If they don't say a character's name, then he doesn't have a name. Mm. That, that's just how it goes. Talking about Ponda Baba. I'm talking about Elo Asti, mm. who was one of the X-Wing pilots named after a Beastie Boys album. Oh, because JJ's got to do that for me. I was named after Electric uh, Light Orchestra. Are you and JJ, like, does he just, like, call you up on the phone and say, I'm going to do this thing for you, Al? No, because if he had called me about Into Darkness, I would have maybe had a conversation with him. Yeah, fucking (laughs) see if you can get him on PA. Yeah, I I would love to. We just yell at him, though. Yeah. (laughs) Don't get him on for an Into Darkness episode. No, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) See if he wants to watch Voyager. What's that? You don't? No one does? All right. We're actually, Amanda is also on this week's Post-Atomic Horror, and we're recording this first because it's the fun part. Yes. It's going to get our energy up. Yes. We're going to get our strength up to watch to, to watch some Voyager and then talk about mm-hmm. it. <sighs> um, that pretty much brings us to the end of the movie, though. I liked, like, I didn't like that we kept repeating, like, we had Sand Planet, and we had, you know, like... Forest Planet. Plur- yeah. But I do like snowy forest like i know that's just a slight variation yeah snowy forest is great i don't something know why about but that, i like it well that was something about that feels like an old fairy tale to me mm-hmm. almost like an old german fairy tale where like you fight the bad guy out in the creepy snowy woods mm-hmm. it's also very like anime um martial arts movie oh yeah which is where you know some of somebody that, mentioned yeah. that it was a samurai thing yeah too, some yeah. of that samurai stuff comes into play there mm. and I really enjoyed that fight scene at the end with all of the um, the glowy red and the glowy blue. Yeah, me yeah. too. But it's mostly just dark. Yeah, it's it's really beautiful. Well, and I, I also agree. like as far as a lightsaber fight goes, there's none of that like um, 
that super acrobatic lightsabering that was so popular in the prequels. Well, I like that. It's just, it's a very intense fight between two people who are not fond of one another. Also, two people who are not great at it yet. No. Yeah. Like, Kyle is a little better, but she's got more inherent talent. So the two of them are, like, intermediates. But the Jedi were experts, and there was a whole galaxy full of experts, so I get that that was going Mm. on back then. Yeah, these guys don't know how to do any of that stuff. Kyle doesn't know how to do anything. The thing is, he was losing briefly to, uh, as someone pointed out, a janitor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Finn probably had to practice with his mop and broom. Kyle no, 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 no. The thing practice. is, he was he was assigned to sanitation, but I'm sure he got the same. Oh, I'm sure everyone in everyone in the stormtroopers probably yeah. knows how to fight. Like, and there was that one stormtrooper with a weapon that was similar to a lightsaber, like a some kind of a staff thing. Yeah. Oh, so yeah, like, that like electricity staff. That's... So he's been trained with weapons like that. Mm. Yeah. Whereas Kyle, I can't imagine him taking two hours out of every day to go to lightsaber practice. Absolutely probably. not. Probably not, but his he's got his shitty lightsaber. That <laughs> his, just, his sad, sputtery his, lightsaber. Talk about a shitty lightsaber, because that made me laugh so hard. I, I just think, you know, he he thinks it's cool, but he also, like, I think it's, like, I think energy was leaking out of it. He's like, no, 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 that's the hilt. Yep. I meant to do that. Yep. Cool that way. Yeah. Like, he couldn't figure out, it's like, I just picture him in, like, lightsaber building schools. Like, Master Luke, I can't get the thing to, to go right. Oh, no, I feel like Luke probably just gave him one to start. Mm-hmm. and But when he left, he's like, no, I need a red one. I need a red I one need like Darth one. Vader had. <laughs> now Luke's not here to teach him how to do it, so he tries to remember <laughs> and fucks it all up. Oh, God. he! I just want to pat him on the head. He's such a fucking dork. I like Poor, it. poor old Kyle. I just also wants love, everything to go his way. I love... Uh, I don't know why you keep saying that. Everyone <laughs> wants things to go their way. That's yeah. sort of human nature. He really expects that it's going to. Well, he's definitely, someone had pointed out, and this is a bit of a Tumblr-y yeah. thing, but I don't mind, that he's like sort of white male privilege embodied in a character. Yeah, kind he of. <laughs> he just expects everything to be his. And why is this black dude and this chick making stuff so hard for me? <laughs> he seems like a real MRA guy. The, the, thing, the thing from the emo Kyle uh, thing again, <laughs> Ren's rights. Yeah, that's yeah. His, his profile. It's this Ren's rights activist. That's it. <laughs> And and he's following two accounts, Darth Vader and Hop. <laughs> Just perfect. I really, I feel like at the end of that fight, because Ray, like, I was talking to our friend Tidro about this. Mm-hmm. She she didn't get the first couple of times what happens, why Ray loses and then wins. Mm-hmm. It's because he says something, something, the force. And then she stops. Oh, yeah. I, I caught that the first time. I guess not everyone did. No, mm-hmm. no, I did. No, she, she's going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah. Because Maz force. told her earlier in the movie. With the Force, you have to stop and just take everything in and just feel it and let it guide you. And he says the Force, and she's like, oh, right, the Force. And then she has a moment, and then she wins. Mm-hmm. And, and like, the implication there is that Kyle was probably using the Force the whole time. It's like that scene in Princess Bride where he's like, I was, I'm actually not left-handed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, and that's the thing. She's got some crazy inherent talent, which I like. I don't think that's a Mary Sue thing, as people have said. I I like it. Mm-hmm. Also, the person she's fighting is not very good. Right. But I what what I was going to say is at the end of that, uh also in the book apparently based on the original screenplay, there's a moment where she's got him pinned and the, in the movie it's it's a split second. Yeah. And then the the ground erupts and she has to run off. Mm-hmm. But in the book and apparently the original screenplay, there's a voice probably Snoke saying like now finish him. And like, because that's a very dark, tempted to the dark side. See, like, I would have yeah. really liked that. I think yeah. it's a shame that that didn't get in. Because yeah, she, she's 
given in to the power, but she can't give in completely to the power or she'll turn into one of them. Mm. And like testing her would have been good. And I love how distraught she is that Finn got hurt in that scene. Oh yeah. Like she's just she's like shaking and crying because she's sad because her friend got you hurt. You hurt like my she's puppy. Not, she's this, not so tough. That this she dude can't. risked his life to come back here, mm-hmm. even yeah. though he has said over and over again all he wants is to get away from these people, and he went back to his old house just to get me. And like, now you hurt him. What's mm. wrong with you? But anyway, when she she she's got him down. And she's definitely slashed him across the face, and she's mm-hmm. like tagged his arm. Like I don't know what she's it done. It looked like she she definitely cut his uh, his fancy dancy cape. Right. But I couldn't tell if she'd like hamstrung him or something. There, it was too dark. I am and really it's... looking forward to uh, the next the next episode when uh, Kylo's invested in like his special Darth Vader uh, breathing apparatus and stuff because he got so <laughs> hurt. That's what I'm saying. Is like I feel like he loves that. Yeah. He is so happy now because now he's scarred. Now he's damaged. Now he's just like Darth Vader, and now he's carrying around his, you know, pain. It's, it's like in the early Fantastic Four comics. Um, oh, when Doctor Doom. Uh, Doctor was... Doom gets his face hurt a little bit um, in an ex- in an experiment, and he blames Reed Richards. Mm-hmm. But he just it's just like a tiny little like shaving cut scar like it's just a little like cheek scar and then he's like richards and then he takes this like super hot mask and shoves it on his face so it's all burnt it's like yep yeah (laughs) seems like kyle Mm -hmm. that's about right (laughs) um one other thing we hadn't talked about is the um force flashback Mm -hmm. that ray gets when um she touches uh luke's lightsaber and that was really cool yeah i liked it yeah and i've been sort of analyzing it each time there's i go to the theater there. to watch there's a lot it. going on there yeah the thing is everyone's like "Ooh, what about that scene where the r2d2 and a metal hand touches them on yeah. a lava planet well that's from the prequels yeah yeah that's anakin went there to the lava planet where he got all fucked up with r2 like he was there it was in the movie i know people don't like those movies but you got to remember there was a lava planet <laughs> they, they did happen it was one and <laughs> Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, it was one of the Star Wars worlds. You know, lava, desert, water planet, grass planet. Yeah, the thing is now, like, we've we've won, and we've flipped back to the beginning, so now we're back to desert planet yeah. again. <laughs> and you have, like, mushroom six lives. <laughs> but the, uh, that was just, there's a lot going on there, wasn't there? Didn't is. they have, um, didn't they take some old um, Alec Guinness line? There's, there's a bit. They took what they did, and I've done this trick. I mean, they're fucking Skywalker sound, and they're infinitely better than me fucking around with Audacity. Mm -hmm. But I know the trick, which is taking a bit of, like, every now and then I'll have our announcer, Dave, uh, I'll have a piece of him saying something, and I'll chop it into something else, and it sounds okay. And what they did was they took him saying, don't be afraid, and they took Ray out of that. (laughs) So you can actually hear his voice saying, Ray. And it's pretty cool. And then they got um, uh, Ewan McGregor. To whisper something like your your journey is just beginning or something like just a little something, and then they got Frank Oz to say something else. Like there's just there's a lot of mixed in there. It's pretty great. Also in the movie, am I? <laughs> um, Hello. <laughs> is that your Yoda? Really? Yeah. And then he whacks R two D two on the head with his uh, cane. It's great. Speaking of R two D two, who just arbitrarily wakes up at the end, that was one of my only major problems. Yeah, was I like, just I think it would have made so much more sense. He had the map. 
but they couldn't go yet because they had to worry about big you You've mentioned stars. that, and, like, the Resistance has a bunch of guys. They could have sent someone else, and then that would be boring because who wants to watch that when we want to follow these No, guys? there was no time because there's, there's just, a lot of guys. No, nah, there's no time. we got to <laughs> deal with this. Now, Leia could have gone. Yeah, there's no time. we got to deal with this. And Leia definitely has to be here to general it up. She's very she important. Can, she can general up via hologram while she's going to see Luke. No, no, she's not. Her hologram this. could be 50 feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie Fisher would love that. Oh, yes, she would. I'd love her. Yeah. And she'd make the dog be there, too. Yeah. Her adorable dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I, I don't know. I just I like just about everything but the R2 thing. And they could easily explain it. Like, the thing is, I've been watching with an eye for who Ray might be. Mm-hmm. And sadly, the Luke thing makes the most sense. And I hope it's just misdirection. Because the fact that the lightsaber is significant to her and calls to her. Yeah. And the fact that um what else there was something else uh, the fact that r2 wakes up when she shows up yeah it might be that he was waiting for her mm. yeah I've, i can see I've that heard, i've heard that interpreted or it might be he was waiting for the lightsaber i'd heard that theory. oh that, that's not yeah. my theory but <laughs> he's waiting for by... someone to put it back in his little launcher yeah <laughs> no, no no he had the green one in there <laughs> this is the blue one. Oh yeah or if he woke up when they put the map in there or something. Just... But, like, the, the 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 idea is that he saw something that triggered yeah. that. Mm. And it could be her. It could be a relic of Luke's that that did that. But I, I don't know. But him I, just waking up for no goddamn reason. No, I didn't like that. I didn't like the first time. I did like that this is one of the secrets they kept really well. Where's where's Luke? Where's Luke? Where's Luke? And then that's why, because he's only in it for five seconds. Yep. Is like... You don't know that through the whole movie is like Luke could show up at any point and he doesn't. He's kind of expecting him to. Yeah, because yeah. we know Mark Hamill's in it somewhere. Yeah. I was hiding over there. I was behind a rock. <laughs> and his cam and his camels. <laughs> yes, Mark Hamill and his ha- and his camel. <laughs> yeah, cinnamon. <laughs> One final note I had here, like going sort of chronologically, is okay. So Han's dead. Mm-hmm. Yes. Who owns the Millennium Falcon now? Chewie. This is actually Tidro's. Uh, thing which I, I really liked uh does he it's han's ship well, they have repeatedly said it's han's it? ship it's he's the, the guy who owned it from that planet who they stole it from simon peck yeah fucking lando's gonna try and get it back in the next movie that's yeah. that's what i was getting at is yeah what if lando like what if because han got it from lando yep so if we're going to previous owners it goes back as far as lando at least mm-hmm. lando's not gonna take it back from chewy though no they're pals yeah also, Lando, I only noticed in my recent rewatch of Empire, is wearing Han's clothes at the end of Empire. <laughs> yep. The smuggler uniform. Well, That's he, he what... didn't have time to pick up his cape or anything when they fled Cloud City, so. <laughs> you don't think Lobot would have uh, caught up with him with that? No, I don't. smugglers need Lo- if everyone should be wearing the same outfit. The thing is, uh, Fred <laughs> pointed this out. Uh, there's an action figure of Lando in that outfit, and uh-huh. it's called Lando in smuggler's uniform. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's what smugglers wear then. And so that's what it is. <laughs> so it's... you can pick him out of a crowd. <laughs> I guess. You know, it's easier for the uh, uh, Excuse for the me, sir. You look like a smuggler. I have some things that need to be smuggled. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that. Part um, of smuggler's guild. <laughs> yeah, of course. Um... I really like the sort of recurring imagery of Ray climbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's just a nice, like, um, at the beginning, she's climbing in that inside the huge wreck of the Star Destroyer. Right. And then on the fake Death Star, she's climbing to get away. And then at the end, she's got to climb to get to Luke. It's just a nice sort of recurring something she's good at. She likes, something yeah, her, that, she likes to climb. She a thousand steps. Yeah. But it's also symbolic, you know. I like it. 
Anyway, that's, she's great. That's yep. pretty much all I wanted to cover. Yep. Do you guys have any? It's a great movie. Yeah, I, really. I'm really excited to be able to like Star Wars again. It's been a long time. Yeah, and I mean, even for me who liked the old ones, it's been ten years. So it's been a bit for me too. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. Um, yeah. I hope it's not into darkness. Take forever. Well, different guys doing it. However, <sighs> I believe it's the guy who did uh, Matt's favorite uh, Godzilla movie. Is it not? I don't know. I'm pretty sure the guy directing the next one. I'm going to look it up now because people will yell at me if I get it wrong. Star Wars Episode Eight director. Let's see. Rian Johnson. Who did Brick and Looper? Oh, no, I guess not. I did not care for Looper. No, me neither. Mm. But I thought, I don't know why I was thinking that uh, the Godzilla guy did it. Well, I'm glad that he doesn't, because that movie... Anyways. Oh, oh hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh, it's the Jurassic World guy doing episode nine. Mm. I knew it was a recent, disappointing, big blockbuster movie. I, I was confusing one dinosaur movie for another. Ah. Anyways, I I hope that it's not Into Darkness. Yeah. I hope that, it, yeah, me too. I hope that we do some different stuff and hit some... Because it really did hit the same beats pretty hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. But we'll see. I mean, the thing is, we're going to reveal who Ray's parents are, which is the same beat from Empire. Mm-hmm. She's going to get trained, which is the same beat from Empire. Like, they're, they're, I can already see setups for similar things. Yeah. But we'll see. And, I mean, in their defense, uh, this movie was hugely popular and people really liked it. Yeah. So if you're the guys running this, you think, okay, well, what people like is just more of the same. Again. I guess. And apparently they're not wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess that's true. I just, I, you know, I, the one thing I'll give Lucas credit for that I think most people can agree with is he's good at, like, okay, but what about other things? What about other parts of this world? You could go here, too. Nope. You don't just have to go here. More Death Stars. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, he did that, too. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing is this is the third one. <laughs> Enough now. <laughs> Thousands of Death Stars. This right. time we're gonna get it right. Mm-hmm. This time I'll get it, it right, will Grandfather. He actually says that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I will finish what you started, which is a Death Star. <laughs> All right, we we gotta go talk about. Yeah, Voyager and we gotta now, do the other guys. thing now. Yeah. It's a weird world in which I am more excited to talk about Star Wars and Star Trek. I know, right? Well, we just entered a good period of Star Wars, and we've just exited the good period of Star Trek. So that's just yeah. how it goes. The show is produced by me, Ron Algar-Watt, and featured Matt Robotham and Amanda Smith. Thanks for listening. <laughs>